Welcome to the Hidden Wise 30-minute power segment. I am passionate about creating a lifestyle that minimizes suffering and regret. The purpose of life is not simply to survive, but to thrive, and I believe we do that by creating a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Each week, I'll be delivering a 30-minute conversation with a guest expert on a topic that they are knowledgeable and passionate about, with the purpose to inspire and educate us all. I don't have all the answers. I'm simply trying to figure life out. And through greater awareness and understanding, I can put into practice what I learn to further my life's progression. I can't give you your life's map. I can't show you the way, but I can assist you in discovering your why. I can help you define your life's compass to guide you purposefully to act on and pursue your life's desires. And from there, watch happiness ensue. My guests are the experts. They are the people I learn from. They provide the inspiration, education, and methodology that we can all benefit from in better navigating the ultimate life. Without further ado, let the show begin. Hey, how are you? Welcome to the 30-minute power segment. Guys, this is my 30 minutes of power. I don't think it'll go quite for 30 minutes, but let's stick the timer on anyway to make it purposeful and productive. Today, guys, it's just me. I am doing a a bit of a 30-minute rant, and I'm going to talk today about this word clarity, which is occupying a lot of my thought space at the moment. And the reason for that is because it's my word of the year. I've never done this before. Have you ever done a word of the year where you pick one word that you want to use to define your year? Well, perhaps it's time to start. I did talk about this a couple of weeks ago in a bit of a solo rant as well, and I'm going to sort of extend that conversation now to clarity, what it means for me, why, and how I plan to go about creating a little bit more clarity in my year this year in 2020. So let me begin by outlining to you the concept behind the ultimate life map. Now, the ultimate life map is kind of like a blueprint. It's a a bit of a guide to living one's life uh, with meaning, with purpose, and hopefully in doing so with a greater level of happiness as well. And I talked about this the other week, happiness and suffering. I think there's always going to be both. Uh, But if we can try to live with more happiness, then great. That's what we ultimately want to achieve. So that's why I wrote the Ultimate Life Map in search for this this deeper meaning. Like, what are we all here for? Why, Why do we exist? What is it all about? And I keep thinking about this because that's just who I am. That's my way of thinking. And it occupies me often. I was actually just in the pool the other day and I did a 5K swim, which I've been doing consistently on Thursdays every week now since um, the new year. And I really love it. I love swimming. That's just what I do. And I thought to myself, I thought, you know, if I wasn't doing this in the morning from 5.30 till about 7, it takes me, what else would I be doing with my time? And that just made me sort of think about what would we be doing with that time if we didn't do what we did every day, if we didn't have some sort of goal, some sort of purpose in our day? Um, what else would you do? And, you know, back in the day where we had to hunt and gather and search for food, that occupied our time. We don't need that. Our survival is almost given these days. We can go out there, we can find food, we can we can live with others, we can socialize, we can, you know, it's just, it's there. Survival is not the issue. We don't have to spend most of our time trying to survive. So there are other needs then that need to be met. And that's where you can look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. The physiological needs first have to be met before you can move to the next levels. Now, I'm not going to go through each one of those. I actually do outline them in my book, The Ultimate Life Map. 
but we are beyond those psychological, the physio- physiological needs where we, you know, are all about hunger, food, shelter, sex, things like that, the survival needs. We now move beyond that. And that's where I think, you know, what is the purpose of our existence? What do we do? If I didn't have that goal of swimming, what else would I be doing with my time? And I think it's actually a great thing to just think about when you're stuck in, in a little bit of a project or in a little bit of a task or in, in whatever you're doing right now even. And just ask yourself, you know, why do I do this and is it important? And if I wasn't doing this, well, what else would I be doing with my time? And would that necessarily uh, bring me joy? Would that necessarily be important? And these are the things that we sometimes need to ask ourselves and think deeply upon and contemplate on because I think it will help clarify the importance of life, but also the lack of importance to life as well. So let's go back to the ultimate life map. Now, the ultimate life map, and I'm getting to the word clarity. Trust me, I'm going to get there. But the ultimate life map is broken up into a few different areas. There's really three parts to it that I would look at. And those are the number one part is your life compass. And that's where we look at really defining what guides you. It's your intrinsic motivators. And these are going to be very different for all of us. And if we don't really become clear on what defines us as a person, what our values are, what our desires are, what our needs are, what our dreams are, what our passions are, if we don't look at these areas of life that really define us as a purpose, then we're not going to really have that deeper underlying, as I call it, why, the hidden why. The why is the reason why we do what we do. And for each of us, that's going to be different. And that's going to be uh, that's going to be influenced by many different things. And really, it's our upbringing, it's our uh, circle of influence, it's our peers, all these things throughout life that have really built us up into who we are today and what we think we are. And that necessarily is not stuck. It's not um, definite. You know, We can change that. And sometimes I think we need to change that because sometimes I think we attached ourselves to the wrong values, things that we think we do value, Um, But we only value them because that's how we've been influenced. And we're actually missing out on truly the things that we value. So the first part of my book really focuses on really becoming clear on on those things. So what what do we really value? What are we really passionate about? And I think we need to really connect with those regularly and really as we take action and as we continue our search and our journey, we will just continue to evolve our compass. We will continue to evolve our why and we'll have greater purpose in everything that we do. And that's where I think we all need to start. We need to know what we want in in day-to-day life, in our overall life, in the grander scheme of things. What do we actually want? And then we have to use that why to really direct us towards the right behaviors and actions so we can achieve a, a deeper level of happiness. Now, for me, if we don't know our why, how are we ever going to live with this greater level of happiness? It's it's probably not going to happen because we're always going to be doing things and acting in ways that have no absolute importance to us whatsoever. And I've found myself there in the past and that's where I started to get into personal development and really working on myself and investing in myself to figure out what was important to me and you know why and, and then using that to guide my life more sincerely, I suppose. And that's what I'd encourage everyone to do. So that is really important. If you can really connect with that why, and I think the successful people really do, they're very clear on what they want and who they are and why they're there for, and then they can actually then take the right actions and behaviors to to move towards achieving whatever goals they have in life as well. If we can really connect with that, we're going to achieve a, a deeper level of happiness. Because if you think about it, if you're 
your value is family or your value is success or your value is money or your value is environment or uh, contribution, whatever it might be, if you have one of these particular values and you're not really living aligned with that, you're going to have this, this something's going to be missing from you and you're going to feel this, this hollowness there because you're not fulfilling that value. Once you start really connecting with that value and doing the right things to allow you to align your life with those values, you're going to start feeling deeply satisfied with that. And I've certainly experienced that and I'm sure you can relate to certain areas in your life where when you have been aligned to the things that are important to you to whether it's a dream or whether it's a value, you feel more satisfied and content with your life and, and life just feels like it has more purpose. It feels like it's got more meaning. And that's what that's about. I think the underlying motivation for all of us, uh, and this is sort of the focus, this is the goal for all of us, is happiness. Deep down, motivating, we just want happiness. And so the first level is intrinsically, how can we create this level of happiness? Well, that's to connect with the why. The second level, which is the, the sort of upper part of the map that I've drawn, is the life principles. Now, these areas are there's six key areas, uh, essential and enhancing life principles that I've noted down. And these particular areas are related to us all. We all need to work and find practices and behaviors within, within each of these areas so that we can really create that level of happiness in our life. And I'm going to try and give an example as simplistically as I can. Uh, one of those particular life principles is health. If we don't have good physical and mental health, the happiness really doesn't matter because if we're suffering physically or mentally, then we're going to be suffering regardless of what happiness we've created in our lives. So health is very important in that regards. In regards to our happiness, health is essential. Also, if we don't have the right alignment with our values, our why, our purpose, our dreams, needs, goals, passions, values, etc., if that doesn't align um, with our health or if we don't have good health, then we're not going to be able to do those things anyway. So health is absolutely essential for everything we do. So that's why it's, it's an important principle for all of us. We need to all, regardless of what our why is and how different we are from one another, we all need to make sure that health is a priority and health is something day-to-day that we, we have good practices and behaviors in. And look, we're all guilty. We all have our vices. We all have our, our unique differences and, and things that we probably don't really focus on in regards to our health. But the stronger that we can build our health up, the better it is that we're going to have clarity around our why and more likely to be able to then align our behaviors with our why and with these essential principles, including health. So those six essential principles that I talk about and I go into more elaborate detail in the book, of course, is health, growth, and relationships. They're essential. We need to make sure we're focusing on them every single day. Regardless of our why, we need to make sure that they're a priority and they're being looked after. If we're not, we're going to limit our level of happiness. The enhancing ones, and these are the ones that go beyond those essential ones, these are the ones that are not necessary, but certainly do help. And they are expression, significance, and contribution. And you can probably just by the words themselves understand what they mean. Again, I'm not going to go into the details of all those today. Please pick up a copy of the book when it's released, which will be soon, and have a read of those in more detail. Now, the idea between these two, the life principles and our life compass, is to really bring them in alignment. So making sure that whatever our values are, whatever our why is, that the actions that we do to go forward towards those, to really live those intrinsic motivating values, 
are aligned with those life principles. And when they're aligned, we're going to have a higher level of success. And I don't mean success as far as monetary success or uh, career success or anything. I mean success in your life and success is defined by you. How do you think your life should look? And that could be a humble life as a writer living in a one cabin apartment in the middle of Mongolia, or it could be running a billion dollar company. I don't care as long as it's connected to your, your, your why, your deeper reasons for why you do what you do. And as long as you're really creating the right practices and behaviors around those life principles as well. If you got these two things aligned, I'm sure that our success in life will be grander. And for that success, I'm sure that we will have a higher level of happiness as well. So this brings me to the topic of today, which is clarity. And you'll see when you have a look at this map that around the outside, around everything, really there's awareness. I've written this awareness. And if we are not always aware, we're going to struggle to achieve anything within this map. If we are not aware, we're going to really find it difficult to understand what our intrinsic motivators are, what our values are, what we're really passionate about. We're going to really struggle to connect with that. If we are not aware, we're going to struggle to know what behaviors are right and wrong in regards to our health, in our relationships, in our growth aspects of life, these life principles that I talked about before. We really need to have a clear awareness around that. Because if there's a level of cloudiness, then you will struggle to adopt the right behaviors. You may even struggle to see what are the right and what are the wrong behaviors as it relates to your life and your values and your why. So this level of awareness is really what it's all about. And that's where I bring clarity into my conversation today. For me, I've worked very hard over the last few years on trying to understand who I am, what I'm all about, what my why is. I'm really searching. I'm still searching for that. And I'm finding a level of satisfaction there. I'm still not there, but I'm finding a deeper level of satisfaction there. I'm also really trying to work in those six areas of my life principles and really try and find the right balances there as well. Again, I'm still not there, but I'm, I feel I'm, I'm a lot stronger. But for me, what's been missing, and this has just come from a couple of weeks off over Christmas and a lot of thinking, is this level of clarity. I feel like on the surface I can see clearly enough, but if I go a little bit deeper, it gets a bit darker and I, I don't know what's beyond that. And I feel like I can just bring a bit more clarity to my life maybe I can see a little bit more deeply and I can start to see a little bit more deeply into who I am and what I'm all about and what my why is. I might be able to start to see a little bit more deeply into, into health, my health behaviors, what are the right and wrong behaviors. With this clarity, I also may be able to adopt the right practices and, and take more appropriate actions daily to achieve both alignment of my life compass and the life principles. So that's where I think clarity comes in. It helps us get clear as to what we want, who we are, why we want it. Helps us get clear about what sort of behaviors and actions we could do, uh, not only within the life principles, but towards our life goals as well. And that level of clarity is what's needed to take me to that next level. And that's why it's an important word for me this year. Because for the last few years, I haven't had the level of clarity I've desired. And that's really what I think is necessary to take it to that next step and I could be wrong but I think 
successful people, whether they're conscious or have actually been consciously involved in their ultimate life map, I think they've got this nailed. I think they really are clear about who they are and what they want in life. I think they're really conscious about what they need to be doing from one moment to the next. I think they're really disciplined in that regards as well. I think they've just got everything in this really good alignment and that might just be because they've been brought up in a way that's trained that and encouraged that or maybe they've just been somehow lucky or fortunate enough to be blessed with that in their life. But I think if we can all do the work within these areas, we're going to have success and I think we're going to enhance that success more deeply by clarity because sometimes I feel like just when I'm thinking I'm on the right path and got things figured out a little bit more and you know doing what's important to me and what's aligned with my values and all that sort of thing, sometimes I think maybe I'm not, maybe I'm actually going in the wrong direction. And that's where that clarity might bring me to that, that next level of understanding because if we can't see, how can we understand? If we can't see who we are, what's inside, what's our motivators, how can we understand? How can we understand who we are? How can we understand what are the best actions and behaviors to take to enhance our overall happiness? So clarity for me is that. So to wrap it up, how am I going about clarity this year? Well, it's a tough one. Um, first of all, I'm bringing in a few practices that I've done in the past, but I'm, I'm trying to implement them and become uh, more disciplined about doing them regularly. And the first ones are sort of mindfulness practices. Meditation is one of those. And so I will do meditation every morning. Um, I think now I have missed a couple of sessions, but generally pretty disciplined to, to getting up and doing that. And I do it first thing in the morning because I know if I can do it first thing in the morning, it'll, it'll be done and out of the way. And look, I can tell you, first thing in the morning is when my mind is most active. So it's actually the hardest time for me to sit still as well without um, thinking. And meditation or mindfulness practices is not necessarily about getting rid of thoughts because it's, it's pretty much hard to do. But it's being comfortable with your thoughts. It's being comfortable with what's going on in your mind. And um, I think you can grab a lot of clarity just through that process. And I've certainly noticed just in the last few weeks of getting in this a bit more consistent uh, level of calmness in my life and a deeper level of clarity as well. So I'm hoping to continue that throughout the year. I'll just notice that develop that level of clarity from that particular practice. So that's one practice that I think is a good one for anyone to do. The other one um, around mindfulness is yoga. And I don't know if this is a mindfulness practice, but one thing I noticed about yoga, and I stopped doing it last year, and I used to do it quite regularly, and I'm bringing it back a couple of days a week now, is that when you're doing yoga, you really it's really hard to think about anything else because you're so focused on all the moves, and, and the moves are quite, you know, they can be quite strenuous and, and complicated and tricky, and it really just allows your mind to be focused on the body and the moment rather than everything else that's going on in your life. So that's the other practice I'm bringing in to my daily routines. I'm also bringing back journaling. Now, journaling is one thing that I stopped doing last year because I just started to feel like it wasn't giving me much value. I didn't find there was much purpose in it. And I think, you know, you've got to assess these things sometimes. And I read some stuff about journaling. I've read a bit of stoicism over the holidays and other bits and pieces. And journaling seems to be one of the practices that these successful people always do. So instead of going back and doing what I used to do, I'm actually trying something different now where I journal at night instead of in the morning. So at the end of the day, just write down some thoughts, whatever that might be, about how my day went, something that I'm thinking about, whatever it might be, yada, 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 just to clear the mind. Haven't noticed a great deal of, of value there yet. I do feel sometimes when I do it that it does clear the mind a little bit and perhaps that helps me rest. 
but um, it's not as strongly felt as, say, the, the morning meditations. So that's another practice that I'm bringing back. The, the final thing that I think is really important for clarity is um, our toxicity. And I'm terrible for toxicity. I do things and eat things and consume things that I shouldn't. But I'm also very good in, in a lot of instances as well. But when I talk about toxicity, I don't mean just you know um, drinking booze or anything like that. That's part of it. But there's so many other things um, that are toxic for our life. And if you look at things that are toxic for your relationships, toxic relationships, for example, maybe it's important that we avoid those. Growth. You know, what are the activities that we spend our time on that are helping us with our growth? Or are we spending too much time on activities that are just mind-numbing and not doing anything for our growth? I think that's really, can be toxic, you know, wasted time. Um, What we consume, not just physically what we consume, but mentally, what are we consuming? Are we watching news? Are we reading rubbish? Are we listening to gossip? You know, things like that, that absolutely do nothing to help us with our clarity. Things that clutter the mind rather than clear the mind. And that level of stuff we just need to, to push out. I'm doing some different things uh, in my leisure times rather than sitting there watching TV. I still do that. I like to, you know, give myself, you know, a decent um, drama or something every night, TV show, whatever it might be, half an hour, an hour, something like that, just to relax. I think that's important for me. And at least I'm going to continue doing that. But I'm also doing like a Sudoku a day just to keep that mind stimulated. Um, and rather than doing other things like checking Facebook and, and other rubbish that just consumes and adds clutter to your mind. Um, so just different things like that, I'm just trialing. So what you consume is really important, obviously health-wise and physically as well. What are you consuming there? And I think that's a big one that I'm focused on this year is really being mindful. I love to have a beer, being mindful about how that can affect my level of clarity. And absolutely, it's probably the biggest thing for me, um, but really watching that and, and being mindful of those things is absolutely important. Obviously, health, diet and things like that as well. You can't just fill yourself with rubbish because that affects your clarity as well. So all these things are really helping me achieve this next level of clarity. And in doing that, I hope that I can align better, build, better understand, better connect with my why, uh, better find the right actions and behaviors to help me in those areas of my our life principles. And then in all that, living with a little bit more happiness in my day-to-day lives. So guys, there's my rant about clarity just on the 20-minute mark. Hope you've enjoyed this. Leave a comment in the fields. Reach me at thehiddenwireguy@gmail.com or on Facebook. You can message me. I hope you're well and we'll talk soon. Peace, passion, and purpose. Thank you for tuning in and listening to today's conversation. I really hope you've enjoyed it. I hope you've been able to take something away, something to help you create a more meaningful life, a life with greater freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Guys, if you love the content that I produce here at The Hidden Why, there are a few ways you can support me. Firstly, connect with me. You can do so in a number of different ways. You can connect with me online at thehiddenwhy.com or via social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. I would love to hear from you guys. I would love to connect with you. If you've got any thoughts, comments, feedback, suggestions, or anything at all that you'd like to ask me, you can reach me at thehiddenwhyguy at gmail.com. While you're there, guys, make sure you subscribe to thehiddenwhy.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can be kept up to date with all the new episodes and happenings here at The Hidden Why. If you love what you heard in this episode, guys, or any of the others, please share the love. Share it with your family, friends, and anyone you think that might get some value. 
If you haven't already done so, you can also leave me a review on iTunes. Simply head over to iTunes, type in the hidden why, click the ratings and reviews button, and leave me a short message, plus a one to five star rating. It helps me reach more people. Once again, guys, I appreciate the time you've taken out of your day to support my show. Until next time, you know what to do. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose, and in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is the Hidden Why Podcast. My name is Liam Arnoldsey. Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon.